show that leads you to a healthy lifestyle. My name is Irene Cook, your radio host, and today I'm going to cover one of the most popular trending things in health and fitness today. It is a topic that I am commonly asked. In fact, if I were to have counted just last week, how many people approached me and asked me if they think it's a good idea that they should try this popular trending diet. I think I would have probably counted well over a couple dozen. So intermittent fasting is going to be our topic for today. Intermittent fasting, or otherwise known as IF, is currently one of the world's most popular health and fitness trends. People are using it to lose weight, improve their health, and simplify their lifestyle. Many studies have shown that it can have powerful effects on your body, your brain, and it may even help you lose weight. However, just like any other diet trend, um, it is very important Uh, that you read all the facts and study all the statistics before jumping on the bandwagon. So if you're not familiar with what this intermittent fasting is, it it basically is exactly what it sounds like. Um, You fast for an intermittent period of time. Uh, There are different and several ways of doing this fasting. And all of them involve splitting the day or the week into uh, different fasting periods. During the fasting periods, you eat uh, very little or nothing at all. So these are the more common and popular methods of intermittent fasting. I'm going to go over these and then I'm going to talk about um, what the, the true research says and what my stance is as somebody that's been in the industry for a long time. And actually, um, this is not a new trend. Um, This has been around for a long time. In fact, I tried it myself right after my daughter was born and she's turning 11 this year. So um, the first way of doing this is the 16-8 method. Um, It is involving skipping breakfast and restricting your daily eating period to only eight hours a day. In the day. So basically, you fast for 16 hours, thus explaining the 16 8 method. Um, During this method, you basically will only get to eat between the hours of 12 and 
10 or uh, one in nine, whatever, whatever your time span is. And that is probably the more popular one. Um, there's also the eat, stop, eat, which involves fasting for 24 hours, uh, once or twice a week. And this one's a lot more difficult. And there are very few people that do this one. Um, and then there's also the five to two ratio diet. With this method, you consume only five to 600 calories on uh, two non-consecutive days of the week. And then you eat normally uh, on the other five days. So for example, what you would do is eat your 500 calorie a day. And then on your other days, you would resume to your normal uh, caloric diet and then go back to your 500 calorie a day and alternate that. So by reducing your calorie intake, all of these methods uh, are, are known or should cause you to lose weight as long as you don't compensate by eating much more during the eating periods. So that right there is the catch as long as you don't eat much more during the eating periods. Okay, so um, how does this affect your cells and your hormones? Well, when you fast, several things do happen in your body um, on the cellular and molecular level. For example, your body does adjust its hormone levels to make stored body fats more accessible. Your cells also initiate important repair processes and change the expression of genes. And um, there's all sorts of different hormonal things that happen while you are fasting. Your body does adjust. Your, your insulin levels um, adjust. They become more sensitive. Um, and and you, you do, uh, people do experience less hunger during the fasting times. So these are all the things that are great and sound amazing on paper. But I now have to warn you of the sustainability of this diet. Now, before I, I go on and, and talk about this, um, I do need to, to go and read um, an uh, interesting article from uh, Harvard Medical School um, that was just published. Um, and, and this is the stance that I take. Um, and there's a, there's a ton of incredibly promising intermittent fasting um, research, um, but I have been following this for years and years and years, and my clients have asked me, and those clients of mine that have been with me for, for years um, perhaps have tried this. Um, this is my stance, and, and this is an article um, that backs it. Um, there is a lot of, of research on this, and uh, they've done research on humans, and they actually have started the research, and they've done it on fat rats. Um, they lose weight. Um, their blood pressure, their cholesterol, and their blood sugars uh, do improve, but they're rats. Um, studies in human all across the board have showed that intermittent fasting is safe and incredibly effective, but really no more effective than any other diet. In addition, many people find it difficult to fast. And in growing research, it suggests that people that intermittent fast 
or adopt this type of diet may lose weight initially. However, do not keep it off. So I took this a step further because I am very passionate about my work um, and I would never want to set anybody up for failure um, that starts a weight loss plan, whether it be mine or any weight loss plan. So um, what I did was I did some research. Um, I went on and, and you guys could back this up yourself by looking it up. And um, there's, a, there's a ton of research out there. But what I did was I found a study um, where uh, 150 adults um, were, were studied for 50 weeks. Um, and, and what they did was they studied these adults um, and they were put into three different categories. Um, one category of adults, so 50 adults were put into a um, intermittent fasting category. Um, another 50 adults were put into a, a calorie restriction um, diet. And the third group were put into an exercise only um, regimen. There were no additional benefits in the intermittent fasting group uh, amongst the three in weight loss. So basically, of the three groups studied, um, overall, there were no additional weight loss benefits. Um, however, looking at the three groups, there were improved cardiovascular um, benefits in the exercise group. Uh, there were increased health benefits, such as lowered cholesterol, lowered blood sugar, um, amongst other things, blood pressure in the diet and nutrition group. And in the intermittent fasting group, there were neither of the benefits because the only thing they changed was the timing of their meals. Another study that was done, 100 random overweight adults um, were, were studied. And uh, this one I found to be the most interesting. Um, the dropout rate of people that did an intermittent fasting diet was 48%. The dropout rate of individuals that did a regular calorie restriction diet was 29%. So you are more apt to quit and back out of a diet that is that of an intermittent fasting. Um, and, and thinking about this, and if you really sit down and think about this, um, the reality of not eating breakfast um, and skipping your lunch and not eating until noon or one o'clock every single day consistently for the rest of your life. Um, you're, you're, you're more apt to drop out of something like that than to just change your lifestyle and adapt a healthier eating style, um, by changing the foods that you're eating, um, instead of the timing of your meals. Um, another interesting, uh, fact was that 48% of people, um, that dropped out of an intermittent fasting lifestyle um, were those that uh, restricted their calories, but they also did not lose any weight. So 
they they not only pulled out, but they also saw no no benefits. So again, really, really, really interesting. Um, if you are just chiming in right now, I am talking about intermittent fasting and the benefits or the drawbacks to a diet um, in which you are pulling out um, the number of times that you that you eat or the frequency of your meals. Um, initial, initial human studies that have compared fasting every other day to eating less every day um, have both worked equally uh, for weight loss, though people have struggled on fasting days. Um, so what happens on the days that people fast is they are more apt to cheat. Um, people have been studied and uh, research suggests that during the intermittent fasting periods, people are more apt to, uh, they've reported that they are more apt to pick up something and eat it during the fasting time and break the fast. Um, based on this research, a very, very small group of people um, have reported to go through the eight to nine hour period of time without truly breaking that fast. So if you're going to do an intermittent fasting, um, the, the point of it is to not eat anything at all. Um, you know, picking up an apple or having a small snack does not count uh, in the intermittent fasting. So, so uh, those of you that are thinking about doing it, um, that doesn't mean that you are going to say you're doing intermittent fasting. And if you get a little hungry, maybe have a small snack to tie you over. That means in order for you to have this be effective, um, you need to completely restrict your diet and eat nothing during the fasting time um, in order for you to, to reap the benefits of the, uh, the protocol. Um, one other piece of research uh, pointed out that oftentimes uh, when people were done with the uh, fasting, they were more apt to overeat. Um, it is no surprise to anybody that after going uh, that long of a time without any food, you're more than likely to uh, eat more calories than, uh, than you normally would have eaten. All right. So are there any side effects? Is it dangerous to adapt a diet such as this? Uh, well, hunger is the main side effect to intermittent fasting. Uh, you might feel weak and your brain may not perform as well as you're used to. But these are very temporary and it could take some time for your body to adapt to this new meal schedule. If you have a medical condition, of course, you should consult your doctor before trying intermittent fasting. Um, this is particularly important to you if you have diabetes if you have problems with blood sugar or blood sugar regulation, if you have low blood pressure or take medications, if you're underweight, if you have a history of eating disorders, 
Um, if you are a woman who is trying to conceive, um, or if you have a, a, a history of losing periods, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, those are all the conditions where it is not recommended. Um, however, all of other people, it is safe for you to do it as long as you are still eating the same amount of calories. But like I said earlier, um, you should not overconsume the calorie, uh, the calories um, within that that time frame. Um, I once uh, had a conversation with somebody, and I said, you know, intermittent fasting is is interesting because you are restricting the hours in the day that you're eating. So if if you were told that you can only eat um, within the time frames of your meals. So for example, you can only eat um, between 8 and 9 a.m. and 12 and 1 and between 3 and 4 and again between 6 and 7. Um, you would most likely reap the same benefits as doing a, a diet such as intermittent fasting. Um, because what you're doing is you are restricting um, the, the number of times that you're picking at food. Um, as a nutritional coach, I will tell you, uh, people consume a lot of calories during the day when they are mindlessly eating. And a huge benefit to this intermittent fasting is it reduces the amounts of times that you are grabbing at food um, because you have told yourself that you're not going to grab at food. You have caused that restriction and you are not picking and licking and biting. Um, and so that in itself is uh, causing weight loss. So uh, being more mindful about those bites and those nibbles and those licks is going to make a huge, huge difference. Uh, keep in mind that also intermittent fasting does not need to be during the day. Um, many, many people uh, do intermittent fasting where they will stop eating uh, from 3 p.m. until uh, they wake up the next morning and then they'll eat at 7 a.m. Uh, it does not matter. Um, the point is, is that it should be that uh, that span, that span of time. Um, a big, big trend is uh, a lot of people will try this for a short time because they feel that the restriction of calories um, will cause them to lose weight. But again, um, if, if it's not something that you are going to do for a long period of time, then it is most likely not going to be effective. And it's most likely not going to be something that is going to cause a long and sustained uh, weight loss. Um, there was another study done. And this one here I thought was absolutely uh, the most, the most eye-opening. When you eat less frequently, um, you you will lose weight. Okay, so this particular study 
58% of people that did intermittent fasting lost eight pounds in one month. 30% of people that did intermittent fasting lost 12%, I'm sorry, 12 pounds in one month. But only 20% of them kept that weight off after a year. So in the end, 20% of these 100 people, 20 of these 100 people kept the weight off. All right, next study. 40% of people that did intermittent fasting lost eight pounds in one month. And 60% of people lost 12 pounds in one month. But only 8% were able to maintain that. That second group did intermittent fasting with the keto diet. So you can see that uh, more weight was lost. However, the sustainability of keeping that weight off plummeted. So of the 100 people, only eight were able to keep it off. So ready to hear the traditional diet? Traditional diet went a lot slower. 50% of people lost six pounds in one month. 30% of people lost 10 pounds in one month. However, 60% of them were able to keep it off after the year. Well, if you ask me, and again, this is my opinion, but the proof's in the pudding. If 60 out of the 100 people were able to keep the weight off, even though it took them a little longer to lose the weight, 60 of the 100 of them kept it off after a year. In my opinion, the traditional diet was a little bit more sustainable, a little bit more realistic. And in the big picture, not only did it work as effectively, but it was something that they were able to maintain. And as I always say, what is more important than getting your weight off fast is keeping it off forever. And what is more important than losing weight is speeding up your metabolism so that you can go back to enjoying some of the foods that you do enjoy and learning the habits that you need to learn so that you don't go back to that old lifestyle. Because looking back at those, those other two groups, the 20% that maintained, well, the 80% that went back and gained back all the weight, I'm pretty sure that many of them probably gained back more and did not learn a single thing. Um, the point of, of, of nutrition and the point of wellness is to educate and, and change your lifestyle to better yourself. So don't be so rushed. Um, and if you want to do an intermittent fasting, do it. 
adapt it, know what you're getting into, know that there, there will be long stretches of time where you will not get food. And that is something that you are going to stick to and that you understand that it's something that you're going to do for a long period of time and that you're fine with it. And if you don't think you can do it, then look at something that's more realistic for you. So that's my opinion. And that's the opinion of the latest research from Harvard. Um, But certainly do what you want and what feels best for you. And either way, eat smart, drink smart, and be nutritious. And all of it will pay off in the end. Get you fit, get you smart, lead a healthy lifestyle. Hope you enjoy your day. Let's go. Make no excuses now. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now.